You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Hey, everybody. It's episode number 261 of the Take Him With You podcast for March 1st, 2nd, 2nd, 2014. (laughs) I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around. That explains it. Yeah, my friend Aaron posted the video on my page on Facebook. Mm. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll, Cleveland. <laughs> oh, you had a, a t-shirt that was a Demon Hunter t-shirt, didn't you? That glue in the uh, glue in the dark glow <laughs> glowed in the dark. And I think did one of your youth kids get it for you, or a friend of yours, and and dared you to wear it on Sunday when you preached or uh-huh. something? Yeah. Yeah, I, I it, think... Well, the problem was... it. Well, it wasn't a problem for me, but it probably wouldn't have been appropriate for the type of church we were at at the point. I think you wore it, but you wore another shirt over top of it or something. Well, it was a big skull. <laughs> yeah. And there was flames coming up around it and candles and stuff, and they all glow, glowed in the dark. Mm-hmm. Demon Hunter. Yeah. If you haven't ever heard of Demon Hunter, you should look them up if you like heavy music because they're pretty cool. And if you're like me and don't really care for heavy music, whatever, you are feel you can feel free not to look them up. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> hey, if you like heavy music, look up Demon Hunter and ignore my wife. <laughs> yeah. Unless you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stick around. We'll be right back. Uh, we've got lots of cool stuff for you today. We're going to talk about some things that are happening at our house. And then we have an interview with one of our friends. Uh, that that took us up on the ten dollar challenge. Mm-hmm. Stick around. In the heart of the Midwest, a mystery is brewing. I want you to explain to me why a federal agency would issue a report for a boy who died thirty-two years ago. In the heart of a family, faith is being tested. The DNA test came back. Jacob is your son, Mr. Lexi. In the heart of the listeners, questions will rise. Did I die? Did we all die? Noodle Mix Network, in partnership with MediaVoiceOvers.com, proudly present the one podcast that will get to the heart of what it truly means to be alive. Join Wayne Henderson and Troy Heinrichs for Resurrection Revealed. Watch ABC's Resurrection, then subscribe to get to the heart of each episode. Follow on Twitter at ResurrectionPod.com. 
and listen all season at resurrectionrevealed.com. So, um, I watched the promo for that. I don't know if I've seen a promo for it. And I listened to their very first podcast because mm-hmm. they got their first podcast out now. Oh, okay. And it's the show that I'm really going to enjoy, I think. Hmm. It's it's the one of the premise of it is that uh, the these loved ones start to come back to life huh. years and years later as the age they were when they passed away. Okay. And show back up in people's lives but do they know why no it's a big mystery that's the whole thing Hmm. from what i understand the same guy that um worked with the uh that show fast forward remember Mm -hmm. we really enjoyed that show then they didn't finish it Mm -hmm. what when all the people fell uh went unconscious for a certain period of time and then woke up Uh uh-huh this is i guess the same there was only a few people that stayed awake. Right. In this case, yeah. though, this is a completely different plot line mm-hmm. where people come back from the dead called Resurrection. Hmm. So I think it's going to be an interesting show. Yeah. And our good buddies Wayne and Troy are doing the podcast. so, And that's always cool. And speaking of that, did you know mm-hmm. that, well, now we're recording this on the 1st of March. But today when people are listening to this podcast on Sunday the 2nd, did you know today is Wayne Henderson's birthday? Cool. So in honor of you, Wayne, this is just for you. What? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wayne. Happy birthday. Very nice. Yeah. Is the echo off me now? It is uh, off you now. Off me, off my voice, whatever. And you're looking up and you asked me a question about something you saw on my screen. Oh, I just saw something that my nephew had tempted you with something. And now I'm curious. I'll show you. It says, I'm interested, but I think Aunt Amy would kill me. <laughs> I'm going, really? Or it might hurt me. What, what was it? More window frames. Oh... Yeah. yeah, we we really don't have any more room. <laughs> so Wayne, happy birthday! Yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. exciting. Yep, and th- that's kind of fun. So we appreciate you, Wayne, and you're a blast. Like all your podcasts and your crazy stuff that you do on the internet and your voiceovers mm-hmm. at mediavoiceovers.com. dot com. I'm I'm interested to hear their new podcast. I've listened it's good. to. It's really good. A lot of the fringe casting podcasts uh-huh. and the um, I listen the to dome. a lot of the under the dome ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now 
they're going to be doing the resurrection podcast. Yeah. They have other ones. You and know. I think I think he has like a does he have like a one on um, revenge? Oh, we don't watch that show though. Right, right. But there's also does Wayne do one about um football too? The Packers fan podcast. Yeah, and we're the only reason why we were into football a little bit this year is because our Seahawks went to they won the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. So we actually watched some football this year, but usually we we're not much into football. So, okay, so um, the other thing I wanted to say, too, before we went too far along, is I got a really nice note in the mail today from Sean and Bridget Vanderloo from the Rusted Robot Podcast. They wrote me a handwritten letter uh-huh. and sent me some cool... Um, business cards of their podcast and said thank you cool. to us isn't that nice yeah did you did you help them design the robot or did no that no was that's their one? that's their own that's their own robot that they okay. got and, and no i helped them uh, do some some music for their podcast and stuff and okay we've just talked about it we're actually going to be on their program eventually so we can talk about our favorite robots hmm. you've got a favorite robot i know you do okay i know you do i do too yeah, I don't know. You're more into robots than I am. I when I was a kid though, I have to admit that I did like the robot on Buck Rogers. Debbie 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 Debbie. Mm-hmm. Hey Buck. That one? Yeah, yeah. that one. Tweet Twinkie or Tweet Tweaky? Twinkie? Well, something like that. What was his or name? Or you a Ding Dong? No, what was his name? Tweaky. Tweaky. Yeah. I was close. T W I K I. Tweaky. Tweaky. But comedy then, relief, I guess. The children's thing in the then Buck I, Rogers. Then I guess, you know, the, really R two D two and C three PO were robots. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. They were very popular robots when we were kids. Yes, they were. You had a dog that you used to pretend was a robot, Rotar. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you put a cape on him too? Or was that you? <laughs> Not saying anything. <laughs> Make fun of my robotic ways. <laughs> you were like a superhero and you had a robot sidekick, right? I want to be a robot gunslinger cowboy like Yul Brenner. So were you a robot gunslinger cowboy? I wanted to be. And your dog was a robot dog? Why not? That's noisy. Why not? Hmm. Did your parents let you watch that movie when you were a kid? Well, maybe they didn't know I watched it. Yeah, I wouldn't have let my kids watch that. I watched a lot of things they didn't know I watched. Huh. It's true. Yeah, I wouldn't have let my kids watch that when they were little. Well, we didn't have cable for years and years, and then we got cable. And then... um, How old were you when you got cable? About 11. 11 or 12. So you were playing Robot Gunslinger Cowboy when you were 11? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? I married a real nerd. <laughs> you know, that's not really fair. You're kids we- can be kids. You're wearing a hat that says geek. So, I mean. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that at 11 years old, you're too old to to? My to my brothers told play? me. My brothers told me at age nine. Yeah. I was too old to play with dolls anymore. Yeah. Heck. 
I know. You have more dolls than I ever had. Sitting right on my shelf. Dr. Pulaski. Chris gave so me her. I, I think you call them got action wharf. figures. Though, Sue gave now. me Data and the shuttlecraft. And uh, I bought the... the Battlestar Galactica. The Battlestar Galactica guy myself. I've got a... um Tim, my friend Tim, our friend Tim, bought me Captain Picard. He's still in the box. Where? In the other room. I should probably get him out and put him on the shelf with the other guys. If you have room. Yeah. Too much junk. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say da um, dust catchers. That's what they are. Mm -hmm. They're there to catch dust. Is that like a dream catcher? No. Okay. Well, um, we don't want to go too long because we do have an interview with mm -hmm. our friend Daniel Elfers. <laughs> Yeah, today. I was really impressed. He's yeah, very, very articulate, much yeah, better than I am. <laughs> we're going to have him on the show again, though, after this, uh, not um, probably in May. And he's going to share with us his fitness journey because he's had quite an interesting um, thing. And now he teaches uh, he teaches classes in body combat. Wow. So it's like, wow, we know a body combat instructor. Wow. And he's a young man, too. He's, what, 20? Is he 25, 24? 24, I think. Somewhere around there. <clears throat> anyway, he's a nice guy, and, and we've known him for years. He's listened to our podcast Since from the very beginning. Since day one, yeah. That was really sweet. So it's nice to have him around, and, and we finally got him on the show, which is kind of kind of a long time coming. So mm -hmm. he's been real kind to us. So. Um, there's something so else. So what happened oh. this week? Anything exciting? I was, I was going to say something I was remembering that i was gonna say do um, i need to put my hand on your forehead and go remember no, i remembered i remember i remembered what? but you need to stop saying remember, remember so that i can say it um coming up in a future podcast very soon in the next month at least the next couple of weeks we are also going to have an interview from a couple that we've known since, oh, probably about 18, 19 years. Because mm -hmm. we got to know them when um, Catherine was still in my tummy. And um, they came over and hung out in your recording studio. And now she studio. works for them. Yeah, and now Catherine works for them. They actually, she was working, um, at a, volunteering at a banquet and her youth group. And they were serving dinners. And they were getting ready to open up a... A coffee shop. They're both registered nurses and have done a lot of um, volunteer work uh -huh. um, for third world countries. And but they have a coffee shop to help support their volunteer work. And so um, they talked to Catherine after seeing how good she was with people and you know just friendly and. They said, We're, we'd really like you to come work for us. And so um, Catherine does. Well, recently um, they Sorry. they opened up a second shop. And um, so now she doesn't have to drive so far. She works at the one that's only half an hour away instead of an hour away. And they had them go, both their shops going pretty well. And they scheduled um, time to be in um, the Philippines for a couple months. Mm. And I don't think it was originally supposed to be that long, but f between the time they they had scheduled their time there and bought the, the tickets, there was that horrible hurricane 
Right. And it was in the area they were going to work. Oh, my. So um, I am really, I talked to them a little bit at Catherine's birthday party, and I said, you know, we'd really like to have you come on and, and share some of your experiences. Um, Tara, the wife, um, she was going to be going there to do some um, midwife pr mm -hmm. um, classes and practice. Um, and she did do that. She helped deliver a lot of babies. Well, Nick is also um, here in the States, works as an ER nurse. Mm -hmm. He ended up, um, we'll hear more and more, but he ended up using some of his ER skills and driving um, driving emergency vehicles on flooded, muddy roads and places he didn't know where he was going <laughs> and all kinds. We're going to have a lot of really interesting stories about um, how God used this adventure and um, what they learned from it. So cool. that's going to be coming up in a week or two. Nick and Tara Greeley are their names. Really awesome couple that just are very full of life and, and energy and purpose and I think Everyone will really enjoy their cool their talk. With I us. didn't tell me what you did this week, though. No, I just didn't want to forget to say that. <laughs> we got to kind of hurry it along because we okay. Have a lot of um, you know, so I worked a lot, unloaded another load of um, compost into a I got second. to play with chickens again. Yes, I think the only reason Rick likes driving his little truck to help me get compost is because he gets to play with chickens every week, and That's then. True. And then Rick got to listen to the Anomaly podcast while I was shoveling. By the way, compost. we want to say <laughs> happy anniversary or birthday or whatever you want to say to the Anomaly podcast. Seven Jen, years, Angela, Casey, yeah. Sue, Sarah, all the people that do some amazing stuff there on that podcast. So their anniversary is very close to ours because ours was five years March, at the beginning. Ours of, was in February. Beginning of so February. So last month was it was five, five years. years. Yeah. And they just celebrated seven. Well, actually, in a day, they still celebrate seven years. Yeah. And I got to be on their live program. Well, I mean, I was in the chat room with a bunch of other cool people for mm -hmm. the hour and a half or so. While, and while I was outside in the cold. By the way, this is really hilarious. One of my best friends sent me a Facebook message, and she said, this reminded me of you. And I don't know if I should actually quote the whole thing. It might be offensive to some people. But, <laughs> but it said... Basically, it said, the heck with it. I'm gardening. <laughs> and, it, and it had a lady in this dress with like a shovel out in the snow. And it was like three feet of snow and she's gardening. <laughs> kind of hard to garden in the snow. <laughs> but I mean, I'm So pretty... you gardened and I was, on, I was watching the podcast and listening to the podcast. Yep, I filled up another six foot by six foot raised bed. With lots of good, rich compost, and I probably need to um, get all my clothes into the washer because I probably smell. I wondered why it smelled like horse pucky in here. <laughs> horse pucky. <laughs> You've never heard that? Oh, I think I have, just never on our podcast. <laughs> That's right. Wrestle yeah. us up some low mileage pit woofies and help make a memory. No. <laughs> That's from a Star Trek episode, by the way. Yes, I, I remember. Yeah, I just want everybody to know that I don't say those things officially. <laughs> but I do talk about horse pucky. Yeah. And I want chickens. You do, They're but so they, would be, too, they little... would be too did noisy. You see, did you see that chicken, how much it liked me? 
How can you tell if a chicken likes you? He spread his wings out and cuddled into my hand. And I got to kiss him on the forehead. Yeah, he's a cute little chicken. And then I made you use some hand, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. <laughs> I didn't use them on my lips, though. Ooh. Okay. He was a fuzzy little thing. <laughs> and she's like, I, do, I don't think very many people come in there and pet the chickens. And then we found out that a lot of people do. Well, a few people do. Yeah. There is a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. There are some people that do, though, I guess. Yeah. Well, if I had a chicken coop, I'd have chickens. Yes, you would. So uh, anybody then, out there that wants to come over and help me build a chicken coop. And then we'd also have less business because your voiceovers would all be messed up by the noisy clucking chickens. They don't always cluck. They're pretty noisy. No. I, I work for people that have chickens and they are loud. I can hear them in the house. What? What? Roosters? No, just clucking hens. They're noisy. Well, we could train them. Yeah, right. <laughs> train a chicken. You could train a chicken. Why can't you train a chicken? Honey, they're for eggs and for eating, not for training to be quiet. How long do they lay eggs for? I think they only lay them a couple of years, and then you keep on feeding them because they've become pets for a long time. <laughs> you don't want to butcher well, them. <laughs> yeah. 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 You wouldn't butcher them. <laughs> I know you. I'd probably give them away. And then start fresh again. Yeah, we'll see. We're not going to do that. How so, long does it take for them to start laying eggs? I don't think very long. I think oh, within a few this. months. No. So what did you fresh do this week? Eggs. What, what, did, what did, did I do, do this week? Oh, wow. Uh, we went on a couple trips. Yes, we We went did. to Yelm and... Um, and Olympia. And Olympia. I did uh, some darling pho photographic work for oh, a little six-week-old so, baby. Such a cute little baby. I had a good time doing that. Looked and like a newborn baby because she's yeah. only six pounds yeah. tiny. Started on a website for a client and uh, and then uh, did a big infomercial for another client that I uh, got the job on Elance with. And now I'm going to do another project for those folks and continue on the website that I'm working on. And... Um, a couple other things. Oh, and I finished up the songs for the history songs for the lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you have a couple other website things. I'm looking at your whiteboard. Yeah, I start a new, uh, for our, our accountant, I start their a website. A TV show intro and a yeah. one for Oh, you're looking at all my. You have a whiteboard up here. Mm -hmm. You have Under the Dome on there, too. Oh, yeah, that's a really cool podcast. Uh, uh, I can't tell you what it is, but... Mm. Well, I could tell you, but I don't want to reveal it. But I'm working on a special thing for, uh, for Wayne and for Troy, so it should be fun. Okay. Yeah. And I'm preaching not this week, but next week I'm preaching again at the Baptist Church, and then I take an, I be back home for another week, and then I go back again and preach. So it's going to be a busy month. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Your your numbering system's really interesting. Well, it's because I've. Erase things that I've got done already. Because, then... like, your your third thing says number 13. Okay, well, just don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about the numbers on it. So, yeah, so I had a busy week, but, uh, yeah, so here we are. And it's been good. I, I like being busy, and it's good to have, um, you know, it's good to have clients, and it's good to have work right now, because last mm -hmm. year this time I didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. So let's just hope it continues on like this. Amen. be very helpful. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, so we're going to get into our interview. Yeah, a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. we did a program called the $10 Challenge. Mm -hmm. 
And we had a bunch of people say they were going to do it, but we never heard back from any of them except for our friend Dan, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And he told me that he had done it and kind of told me a little bit about it. And so I asked him if he would be willing to come on the show and share a little bit about what happened. And he said he would. So that's what we did. Yeah, uh, Last night we got on Skype and uh, he lives east of the mountains here in the same state that we do. Mm-hmm. And we interviewed him and had a really good time talking with him, not just about the $10 challenge, but his faith in God and also a little bit of his journey. And then we came to the conclusion that we need to have him on again because he was very, like you say, articulate and shared a lot of really cool things. And I think a lot of people will enjoy today's program, but they'll really enjoy his story of, uh, well, I just can't, I can't tell it all because I want him to tell it. Mm-hmm. But if, if you've ever been discouraged or thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life, um, and, and frustrated with direction, he is definitely the guy to listen to because uh, things kind of all fit together, and now he's doing something that he really loves. And he's really a young man. He's got his whole life ahead of him. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting to hear from him. So yeah. that's what we're going to do. So everybody, we'll be back at the end real quick to say goodbye. But uh, right now, enjoy the interview we had with Daniel Elfers. So this is how we pray. Well, with us today, we have a guest that uh, has been a long time coming. We should have had him on a long time ago, but, oh, I guess schedules are crazy and wild. But uh, hi, Aim. Hi. We have with us none other than our good friend of the podcast. Uh, we've actually never met. Someday we're going to, but we feel like we have. Ladies and gentlemen, with us today is Daniel Elfers. Hi, Daniel. Hello. Yeah, we you... definitely need to meet at some point. I know. Do you prefer to be called Daniel or Dan? I kind of go by either. All right. Daniel, but it, but I don't really care. I go by both. Okay. All right. So well, I guess you'll just listen for Hey You, and then you'll know. I know. You're supposed <laughs> well, to Well, I'm the only other one on here. That's right. <laughs> so, you're the only uh, other one. That's right. I figure, I figure it's me. <laughs> well, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, and perhaps how you came to know the Taking With You podcast. Well, I started out, I grew up in Colfax, Washington, so just across the state from you guys. Yeah, on the uh, east of the mountains, huh? of the state. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I, got, I got on Trex and Sci-Fi. I started listening to podcasts when I got an iPod, and then I met you there, and you started the Taking With You podcast, and I guess, I, you know, I've been listening to it since it began. And you have. I love it. So. I remember you being one of our very first listeners and, and thinking to myself, wow, he's stuck with us for a long time. I know, I definitely have. I mean, it's, it's been like five been so years. Encouraging and yeah. promising. So. Well, that's good yeah. to know. I, I'm glad that somebody Love listens and, and people enjoy it. That's good. You know, I know um, it, it's you're, it's so funny because I'm so busy uh, with projects and stuff, and I always feel bad because just about the time that you have some free time to talk on uh, like a social network or over Skype or something like that, it's about the time that I've pressed record and I can't get back to you in time. So we always miss each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. And I always feel I, well, bad. I, that's cause I'm always working. I'm always working too. I've got my own projects going. And then I'm like, oh, I have some free time. Rick's on. I know. And then um, I'm busy. So you know. it's like, oh my gosh. No. 
Yeah, but someday we will meet, and that'll be a lot of fun. You'll have to come over, and oh, it'll be awesome. I'll do sure. some cooking for you, and then we'll take out, take off, and go out and see some sights. It'll be fun. Yeah. Make some be, some great. That would be fun. Yeah, and I, I mean, now I also live a little closer to you guys since I live in Tri Cities, Washington. So yeah, but I moved about halfway halfway across the state. Yeah, which so. is great. That's very cool. And sometimes, every once in a while, we'll come we'll come across the state. So we may be able to visit that way too. That'd be kind of fun. I know. I know that would, my, that would be fun for sure. I know our daughter wants to visit the Eastern Campus mm-hmm. in Ellensburg. Yeah. The only thing is, is I'm not sure if she wants us to go with her when she visits. Probably the not. You know, that's how that goes. <laughs> you know how that goes when you get to yeah. be about that age. Sometimes parents aren't the most cool, but. So Dan, what kind of hobbies do you do? Because um, I know you have similar interests that I do, and that's one of the reasons that we get along so well. Uh, but tell us a little bit about what you do in your free time. What is free time? That's that's probably the big question. But but no, I I mean art, writing, you know, just all sorts of stuff. But I put a lot of, I put a lot of work into my my fitness instructing, being a fitness instructor. Uh, and that's and quite a that's quite web a development stuff too. Yeah, that's quite a journey too. And I'm we're going to share a little bit today. Have you share a little bit about that journey today? Um, but then we're thinking about down the road having you kind of share your story on how you got to where you are. Um, and that'll be an interesting show. I think a lot of people get a lot out of it because it's a fascinating story. And now you're also a, a fellow believer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love it. I love being a believer, and I've got such a great church here and such a great church family and you guys. Oh, which, that's cool. It's always awesome, too. So, Well, that's good to hear. That's great. Well, okay, so a while back on our program, we did a whole podcast called The $10 Challenge. And mm-hmm. we challenged our listeners to take $10 and to give it to somebody whichever way they felt led and then share with us what they what they did, what it made them feel like and what kind of the results were. And we didn't we I know some people took us up on it, but we yeah, never got there's, any. There's quite a few people that said, "Yeah, let's do this." And right. then we didn't hear And then back. we didn't hear back <laughs> from any of them until you uh, must have heard us pleading with everybody. Could you tell us if you did it? And uh, you were nice. I think you might have sent me a, a instant message or or a Facebook message and said, "Hey, I did it." And so I I kind of listened yeah. to what you said, and then I thought, wouldn't it be fun to have Dan on the program and share what he did and what it was, what he felt like and stuff? And so you said, "Yeah." So here you are. Yeah, here I am. So okay. So the challenge was oh. take ten dollars and give it give it away. And do it in a way that you feel led to do so. And so start off, when you when you first heard the podcast, what thoughts went through your head? Well, my first thought was just trying to figure out what to do it for. I knew I wanted to do it. You know, that, that was that was there. And then trying to figure out what I was going to do. And so as I work at the gym, I thought, and we have, a, we have a smoothie bar there. And I thought, well, I could give like $10 in advance to, you know, to somebody. So... Or not just to somebody, but to the next people who came in and bought a smoothie. So they sure. wouldn't know they'd be getting a free free shake. Right. And so I thought, well, that, that'd be cool. But before that happened, I ended up, someone came in and bought, bought some, and, and their wallet was in the other, you know, out somewhere else. And so they went to get it. And I was there thinking, well, I'll just pay for it now. Since, <laughs> you know, it came up. And it was just like, it was like surprise. And, God, it got, you know, God blinking in my head going, right. look, right here, I've got it for you right now. So I, I just paid for it then and it was just really cool that's way so. cool so when they came back to get their smoothie 
or pay for it, then uh, did the server just say, hey, somebody already paid for it? Or did they say, hey, that guy over there paid for it? How did they do that? Well, I told the girl who was working there, she's actually our, ma- our, our front desk manager, not, you know, not to tell, not to say it. I just said, oh, well, I'll it. pay for it. Don't, don't tell them. And she's, she's a Christian too. So oh, cool. I think she kind of under, she understood the idea of it. Right. She was still surprised by it, but she understood, you know, kind of the idea of just being a giver and get, and giving. And so I, she didn't, I don't think she told me, I, I kind of, I wandered back across the room. So I didn't, I did not hear the reactions. Oh, that's I, interesting. I didn't, I think, I figured if I was there, I probably wouldn't have been able to hold back a smile or right. hold back like, oh right. yeah it was probably me so i decided i probably should just walk away especially <laughs> because that it wouldn't it would it would have been like i would have given it away right there and then so i i went ac- i went back across the room to my desk and sat down so i didn't hear the conversation right so what what it did it cool. what did it make you feel like when you sat down you just given away i mean ten dollars isn't a huge amount but it's pretty big i mean that's a lot of money what what did it make you feel like what did it um what was going through your head afterwards? Just made me feel good. I mean, when you give to somebody, it's like, it's so selfless and it just feels good. It's kind of, it's hard to explain, you know, unless you do it, I guess. But what do you, what do you think the reason that a lot of people aren't generous is for? Do you think it's just because people are selfish or, or, uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely something we have to I, kind of train ourselves to do. Yeah. And I think, I, I mean, to a degree, yes, selfish, but not just selfish, but it's kind of like, I'm scared. I'm I'm scared if I give this, what if I need this money? You right. know, what and so I figure it's kind of it's not as much being selfish. I mean it is to a degree when you get down to the root of it, but you know, it's it's the whole theory of just being like, This is my security. If I give this away, uh, you know, what what happens next? But Yeah. You know, yeah. I guess that's faith that's faith. So What I'm what I'm so amazed by a lot of times, um, since I, I've made this I try to make this a lifestyle there's so many different reactions from people. Sometimes, you know, if, if I can do it anonymously, well, then it's, I like that the best because then I can watch the genuine thankfulness and genuine surprise on people's faces. That's always fun. But a lot of times you can't, so, you know, because of the way that people pay for stuff nowadays. And and then, of course, you know, uh, you know, my whole challenge was to pray and ask how you're supposed to do this. And, and you get a thought or an idea. Did you do it? But we've had all sorts of reactions. I've only had one person refuse in all the times. You know, I was I was thinking about the last time, and I didn't do this. You did it, so I'm not bragging on myself. Um, but anyway, we were Super Bowl Super Bowl Sunday. We stopped after church to pick up a, a couple things. I don't remember this. And um, there was a man. Uh, his, Hispanic speak, Spanish speaking man right behind me. And in broken English, he, he said something like, what's up? You know, why is everybody here? Cause there's like really long lines and right. She, and, he, he didn't realize it was Super Bowl Sunday. And you know, I, oh. I, I don't want to be totally, you know, like my daughters love psychology. So there's a name for this, but I don't want to be prejudiced and just assume that everyone who's Hispanic loves soccer and considers that football. But but generally, our experience has been that in Central and South America, soccer is really big. And sure. so I tried to explain to him that this was the Super Bowl Sunday, you know, for football. And I'm not sure if when, he, when I was saying football, if he understood what kind of football. But anyway... 
So he was, you know, kind of nodded his head like, you know, you're a stupid lady, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be nice to you and smile, you know, because <laughs> I'm trying to talk. We're, uh, this is my have, wife telling a story, everybody. <laughs> we have a yeah. communication issue, but we're both trying our best and being polite while we wait in line. And I don't even know if Rick realized I had a conversation with this man no, I in the line, that. you know, just talking back and forth. So, you know, I think Rick was going to get in one last thing and I was waiting in line. And so we go, we finally get up to, to check out. And he, he mentions, I'm going to pay for that guy's stuff too. And, um, it's, he only had a, you know, like a few vegetables, you know, he didn't like some potatoes and some this and that. And, you know, he didn't have an awful lot of things. And I kind of got the feeling that, he was kind of struggling, you know, and, um, at first he looked kind of shocked and then he looked kind of embarrassed. And I just said, you know, God bless you, you know, and I just said, God bless you. Cause I could see he was a little uncomfortable. Well, most people are when you do that. And, you know, I just said, well, you know, God bless you. And, you know, I'm going, I hope he understands what I'm saying, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, you get different reactions and some people are like, you know, smile real big and are really happy. And other people are like, he, he was a little bit embarrassed. But, you know, I kind of just as he's walking off, I was praying that God would just let him know that day that how much he loved him. And, you know, so yeah, you just anyway. never know. I mean, there, there's been all sorts. Of, I, I We've we've had people that don't speak hardly any English that I, I never know who it's going to be. Yeah. You know. But so. I, I was like, I kind of wish that guy would have had more groceries there because I felt bad he wasn't buying very much. But No, that's always exciting when they don't have very much. <laughs> well, for us. But, <laughs> but I was, nice. It's nicer on your wallet. Anyway. On our wallet. I tell everybody, I tell, you've heard me say this, Dan, but I tell everybody, if you really want to experiment with this and you don't want it to cost too much, just go through the 12 items or less aisle. That That always helps. <laughs> Oh, I know. You, know. you never know. Because one of the items might be, you know, like a 50-pound prime rib. You yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it That's depends. True. Sometimes I get a monetary amount that I'm supposed to do. So I just, you know, get cash back and do it that way. And But I know what you're talking about, Dan, because sometimes there's that feeling of, well, you know, I got this bill that's due. I got to pay that. And what am I doing giving this away? Because I need that. But, you know, ultimately what happens is some way, some shape or form, something happens that blesses us. So it's like, all right, you know, I mean, it's just a matter of being open to help people, you know, so kind of different. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I've had, I mean, I've definitely had this in this year, I've had a few moments where just people have stepped into my life and it's like I had, like, it is the choice to just let them go or help them. And, you know, and I. Something about being a Christian, you're like, you just, you can't, you almost can't let it go. You have to help them. That's and true. Because, you know, if, if you're crazy, there, there's interesting things happen. Sometimes there's opportunities that will avail themselves. And if we ignore them or we don't do them down the road, I think that messes some things up for us. Um, there was a, I remember it was really an interesting situation. We were in a, um, in a situation where we were in a meeting with leaders in a church and uh, some folks came into the church where we were meeting and uh, they looked pretty desperate. They looked wet and cold and it was it was a yucky, yucky day out. 
And, she was really uh, stormy. So what the first thing that happened was, you know, they put they sick security on them to see if they were, you know, are they going to mess around? You know, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, my gosh, you know, here they just wanted some help, you know. Well, anyway, turns out that they were they were kind of they were just pretty destitute and wet and cold and they just needed their clothes washed. And, they were homeless. Yeah, they needed <laughs> somewhere their, to stay. Everything and, they had was soaking wet. Yeah. So anyway, I just it just just it occurred to me. You know, what's more important, the leadership meeting or these people? And, I've, of course, you know, the leadership meeting, it means it's okay and everything, but it's nothing compared to these people needed help. So, anyway, I, I went and spent some time with them. And one of the things I love to do is spend time with the people so that I can get to know them a little bit because it's about relationship, you know. And and we, we got to know some uh they were pretty hilarious. They were different. They didn't smell so good. And, and you know, and they and they were going through some rough stuff. But boy, they sure were appreciative. They really liked they really liked the fact we helped them get some laundry yeah. washed and dried. Yeah. And and but it was just a, it was a, a a unique opportunity. And I still pray for them. I don't know if we'll ever see them again in our lifetime. I don't know. But um but it was an interesting time and boy I could I have story after story of sitting with uh the guys that beg on the street. Uh, the ones that are legit. There's some that do that professionally, and they're not legit to me. Yeah. But um, sometimes I, I've got, taken those guys out and uh, that are that are legit, that really are homeless, and have had some amazing meals with them. I mean, not the food, but the conversation. And just to get to know their story and to get to know them a little bit. And sometimes it's a little scary. You know, I don't – I mean, people have to be careful of what they do. But, boy, it sure is a – There's this is a world full of hurting people. And, you know, who's going to – I don't know. You know, some people expect God just to come kind of out, out of the clouds and come down and help people when, in fact, you and I are the ones that are supposed to be helping people and God works through us. So it's a matter of, come on now, let's look a little bit outside of ourselves. And, and, and you know, it's not always the homeless or the destitute looking people that need the help. Sometimes sometimes it's people that have lots of money, but the the gesture of helping them softens their heart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it might not yeah, be giving sure. them. It might not always be giving them money, but just doing something they can't do for themselves. You know, helping with yard work or housework or just sitting down and having a cup of tea with them. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I think people don't realize how much God does love them and care for them. But how are they going to know that? They don't know that unless we are an extension of God's hands and and His feet. You know, if we are people that will do something about it. So. Anyway, well, thanks for taking us up on the $10 challenge. Now, what have you concluded from your experience? All right. Is it something you, uh, I mean, well, just tell us. What did you conclude from it after you were all done and it was over and you've got to, had a chance to think about it? Well, just, you know, the aspect of giving, it just feels so good. It's definitely something I want to do again. And I have had opportunities to do again. You know, in different ways, sure, in other unique ways, because we've had we've had charity events going on. I actually got to set up a charity event recently, and so I, you know, I didn't just set up, but I actually paid the money and did the event. Wow, you that's know, cool. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's a stare. I I, you know, I posted on my Facebook uh, page and on my on my profile and on my website about you know running running the stair stair stepper for the firefighter challenge. Oh, but, that's right. My my um, yeah, my niece did that yeah, too. Yeah, I'm so proud. I talked about her on our our um, podcast but our niece graduated this last summer from um, with a paramedic degree 
and oh, cool. yeah. and she passed um graduated from fire academy also so she's she's running her second stair climbing event for charity yeah i think for leukemia and, oh really really cool and you're are you already you're already done with that right yeah, we did it uh, last Thursday. Right, and it's been a long week. And it was exhausting, from what I hear. Yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah, I mean, I teach the fitness classes. I can do an hour, you know, of straight, and I've even done two in a row of of two hours in a row of just cardio. Almost. Oh man, man! But climbing, climbing those stairs, it's it's sixty nine floors, <laughs> wow. and and uh, and you put on, and I put on. 70, 70, like 60 to 70 pounds, I think it was, oh between the, the weighted vest, the ankle weights, and the firefighter's helmet. And I'll say, I think I got to, I got about five floors in. I'm like, what am I doing? And then at like, <laughs> at like 20, 30, I'm like, uh, I could give up. And the 30 is just like, you think I'm halfway because you think 30, you know, half of 60, but it's like, no, it's 69. <laughs> like, I am not halfway. I'm dying. And it's just like, but yeah. I, I it, it was in the middle of the gym, you know, so there are people I know coming in and people who take my classes and I'm like, can't stop, can't stop, can't keep stop, going, can't keep stop. going. Oh but it was so it was so cool to do, you know, and being a part of that charity event because it's just like help, helping promote it and get more people in there and do it and get more, you know, more for it. And That's very so cool. It's just it's just cool to help people. And also like that because we have a we've got a trainer at our gym who he actually it's for leukemia. And he he was diagnosed with leukemia not long ago as well. So I've oh been my. you know giving as much to help him. And he's a really strong Christian guy as well. So it's you know you kind of wonder why it happens to certain people, but at the same time it's like he's probably one of the strongest Christian guys I know. Yeah. So yeah. You know if somebody if somebody can hold up and you know I just if we can keep believing and he can keep believing in faith that he's going to recover, you know that's the best thing we can do. Sure. Sure. Okay. So for the second part of our talk with you, uh, Dan. Um, You've had some pretty amazing things happen in the last few months in your life. Now, More, I, yeah. I've known you for quite a while. Like I say, we've known each other from the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum. And and we, well, for the last five years, we probably have talked back and forth for a lot of years. Um, and I know that many years ago, you were struggling. You were having a rough time. I mean, you were just getting it. You know, you were, I mean, you're a young man. How old are you? I'm 24. Okay. I'll be 25 in April. So, so. you're a young guy. So when, yeah. back when you were about 20 years old, I remember you going through some really, you know, what are you going to do with your life? What am I going to do? And all these different things. And you, you now that you're here, where you're at, what has been, what do you think, why do you think that all of a sudden you're successful at what you're doing? Was it, was it an overnight success or did it take these five years to get where you're at? It's definitely taken the five years. I mean, you said you said in the past months a few minutes ago, but I was thinking, no, more. It, it's been the five years of experience that's kind of gotten me here. But It really has, I now mean, that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's been thing after thing that just leads to events. And, I mean, there's been so many heartaches and so many hard times. You've and, had a lot of hits. You, know, you took a lot of hits. I have. I have definitely. You know, I mean, between my health and between yeah. stuff with my car and yeah. – I mean, girls, girls, obviously, <laughs> girls. They, that's <laughs> my heart. Too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll admit it. That's, you know, that's okay. Say, right. But it's just, um, you know, there's been a lot that came at me, but 
you know, it all kind of got me on track to where I needed to be with God. And, you know, that's where the turning point happened. Well, so tell us about and, that. What happened? What I mean, what was that moment in time? I mean, because there's people listening right now that are pretty desperate. They're having a rough time. They might be all together on the outside and everybody sees them as doing OK. But deep inside, they're pretty much of a wreck and they're not like, what am I going to do? What What did you do that that all of a sudden you felt like it turned around and started going better? Well, I'd say it wasn't just one moment. It was moment after moment of just recommitting to that and recommitting to that faith and recommitting to that want to be only for God, you know, and only serving God. And I think it was that turning point that, you know, it just it changed over time. And the more it doesn't, it still hits me sometimes like, why am I doing this? It'd be so easy <laughs> to just be an, every, an everyday person, an average person. But I'm like, no, I'm. I'm part of God's plan to do something great. I'm part of God's plan to be more, and I have to serve Him. If I'm not serving Him, what's the purpose? What's what's the point? Okay, so yeah. now, okay, you're using some terminologies that, and you know, through our podcast, that we try to explain what those terminologies mean because sometimes, uh, as believers or people that go to church and stuff like that, we can use terms that don't make a lot of sense to people that don't go. So, so I'm not he- something I'm not hearing from you, which I find interesting is you're not talking about committing to church, even though church is a good place to go if you want to learn about God or be around people that believe in God. Um, you, you said something that was interesting. You said you were you committed more to sell out to God, to be more um, dedicated to God. Now, d- does that mean church, or does that mean an organization, or w- what do you mean when you say that? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't mean church. I love the church I go to, and there's such a it's such a great community of people. But, you know, when I give my life to God, I give it specifically to the Spirit of God. You know, and serving what He tells me to do. You know, for the whole of everybody around me, the people and the, the people's lives I'm affecting. You know, right here, right now, or in the future. It's really just for, you know, God Himself. That's you know, cool. It's not, the church, it's not the church specifically, but I, I mean, I support the church sure, you know, and the organization, sure. especially the one I'm in, because I love it. And you yeah, guys, yeah. you know, as, yeah, you're a, blessing as, as a podcast, us. but, you know, it. it's because I serve God. It's because I feel like he's leading me to serve, you know, in that church setting, right. you know, right. and serve your podcast. You know, that's that's where I get that. But it's because of God directly, you know. But it took me a while to figure that part out too, because I did. I, you know, so long I didn't know what I was doing, and right. And then you find you start finding situations where you feel are right. Well, you know, I, I remember. That are right. Yeah, and I remember you sharing your heart, and you didn't. I mean, sometimes you would share it right over Facebook, or you'd share it right over, uh, you know, at the Trexan Sci-Fi Forum. You have you have these loves for filmmaking and and creative things and writing and all this different stuff. And, and, but you were like, I don't know what to do here because it's not going where I want it to go. And now here you are doing stuff that you didn't think you would be. I mean, you knew you wanted to do it, but God Mm -hmm. opened doors up and it's just going to get better from here. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. That'd be kind of cool. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, I, since I was, since I was little, I wanted to write, I, I think it was, it was, Watching Star Wars and Star Trek and playing like Legends of Zelda and stuff, you know, something in there was like, I want to do that. You know, I want right. to write like that. I create that. And so my first stories are like, you know, c- complete copies of those things. But, <laughs> but from a young age, I wanted to write, you know, and then somewhere in middle school, we did some video stuff because a teacher, a teacher had us do like make a movie. And so we did, we did. And it was just fun. And somewhere in there, 
through high school, it's like, oh, I want to make movies. <laughs> that just came, you know, it became what I wanted to do. And, you know, and I went to college for, for a multimedia degree and I, I got more into art and programming and all that kind of stuff too. And it was weird because I didn't, you know, I was doing the programming and I, I found I was good at it, you know, and I, I, I just couldn't figure out where it would tie in because it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Right. Because I wanted to work with video. Right. But, you know, things came up like the fitness instructing and then the gym I was working at where, that's a, that's that's the other long story, the fitness instructing stuff. But when I was already in there and in the gym, they needed somebody to work on their website, and it was like huh. my the manager <laughs> of the GGX team. She was like, "Well, he's got programming knowledge. You should put him in there." So they're like, "All right, we'll put him on it." And so they had me doing this stuff that was kind of like, "This isn't really what I want to do, but it's a job and it's good, and I know how to do it." Right. So I was doing it, and. There was just there's just so much stuff that kind of happened, but eventually it kind of led to doing the website, and then doing lots of other stuff, and then it got we want marketing. I we had a new guy come in, and start running the show, and he goes, we need marketing. You know, we need we need a full marketing plan. We need video. We need all this, and so suddenly there's need for video, and I'm sitting right there in the hot seat of going, <laughs> you know, that's what I do. I already work here. I work on the website, and we need video for like web media, and so it's like all right. Why don't we use him to do that since it's something he wants to do? And like not even a few months before that, I, I'd gotten involved with my church doing video at church. So I'm like, well, I have experience. I've made a few short films. And sure. So sure. I, it just all kind of fell together so perfectly aligned. And it was so cool <laughs> to see because, I, you know, I didn't I didn't I, mean, I couldn't figure out, like, why am I studying program? Why am I you know, why am I doing this? You know, and God's kind of revealed in me what he wants me to do. And in the future, I know that I think what he wants me to do is be creating media and creating video that is, is, you know, quality, especially for online where so much stuff online is just crap. And it's so like, it just doesn't inspire people at all towards good morals and good values. And I would love to be be creating content and video that, that does that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm right now in the perfect position where I'm getting paid to kind of learn all this stuff and, and do marketing, you know, and be involved with all that where I want to be in the future just on a much smaller scale and it's mm-hmm. it's so it's so cool to see and, and i'm so excited to be where i'm at now and that's how it works i think you mm-hmm. know i mean uh, amy i'm sure is, is getting a kick out of this because very similar to what happened with me i would never be doing what i'm doing right now if it wasn't for a complete life change well and a couple of complete life changes yeah. because yeah. rick had been in radio the first 12 years we were together because yeah, so. before you were we were married you were working DJ, yeah. as a dj and then he got into being a program director and manager but still was a dj too you know right. small town they do everything right so um when that radio station sold rick got a job as the director of development for the union, union gospel, gospel mission. mission and this is when computers just started like the uh, personal home computers started becoming really big windows uh 3.1 and and the internet starting to take off so rick and a neighbor friend of ours taught taught themselves going into the source code how to make websites and he started developing um his computer skills and just like you were talking about i got paid to figure this stuff out not paid very much for a union gospel mission mind you but um (laughs) But, you know, as he was learning how to do this, um, 
what do you call it? When you do the layout for newsletters and desktop publishing, desktop publishing, as uh-huh. he was learning all that for the mission, um, and learning how to do a website for the mission and how to you know work with different businesses. Anyway, it it was like God used every little, well, it wasn't a little thing, but he used the little the different life changing events in our lives, just like he's doing with you. I always tell kids, you know, God's not going to waste any education you get. And education comes in different forms. It does. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes it's like you're at a new job and you just need to figure this out quick. (laughs) That's still education. Well, okay. So so you had a lot of dreams and ambition and you still do. You have dreams and uh, for the future and everything. Um, Maybe there's somebody listening right now, Dan, that they have all these they they want to do these things but they're thinking about giving up or they're thinking about maybe I should just just do something i mean should they hold out for their dreams or or what what helped you just kind of push forward until stuff started happening i well a lot of it i mean i wasn't sure and i kind of just went where things led me i mean there's a lot of story in between where i'm at now and where i was where it's just like i can't even see this as a possibility but, you know, I, I always had that dream of, like, at some point I'm going to be able to do this. I, I know I had to work at Pizza Hut as a delivery driver for a while before I got the job at the gym, you know, doing the website stuff. And, and how did that make I had, you feel? I had a lot what, of, was it hard for you to well, do that? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, it, it wasn't hard. It got easier, and I, I enjoyed it. And I got actually developed a lot of good work ethic from doing that. But it reached a point where I felt like I wasn't doing anything productive. I'm just, you know, delivering pizzas, you know, it was job security being a fitness instructor, but you know, it just, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't what I wanted to be doing. And so every, every day I'm like, how can I step beyond this? And there was a lot of stuff in there too, because I studied to be a personal trainer. I got my personal training certs and I I got led on, on that job for so long too, where it was like two months of, yeah, you can, you can shadow and be a part of it. And then when it came down to it, they said, well, we don't need a trainer. We don't oh, need any no. more trainers. And then like a week later, they hired three more trainers. And I was uh. just like, really? Like I was so distraught by that. Cause I'm like, that's, you know, it was pretty much a slap in the face going, yeah, we, sure. we just don't want you. Sure. And I mean, I was, I'm not, I'm not a big guy. I'm not, I'm not bulk. You know, I don't, I probably don't look like a traditional trainer, but you know, I, it was something that was like, this is, this was my way out to get started towards my dreams and it all kind of crashed down. And right. Right. So I had so many moments of that and it's just not giving up on your dreams. Just, you just got to stay on it because God will see it through. Keep trusting it and work where you're at, at that moment, you know? Yeah. Because you, you're not going to get to your dreams by, by, you know, leaping, leaping for them. You have to go step by step and you leap, you're going to come crashing back down. And so there's, you there's know, a I process tr- I tried several times. Yeah. You have to build up that foundation. And I know I'm, I have all these dreams of kind of starting my own company and doing all, doing all this stuff. But I know that if I don't build up the foundation, especially the foundation in what I want to do and what, what God wants me to do, it's, it's not going to happen the way it should. Wow, well, I have and that's my mind. that's a great principle and something very wise uh, for your age to to be thinking. And that is that, you know, it's it's the many little things every day that equal the big thing down the road. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you're saying. And I, I would imagine you have a lot of really interesting spiritual and 
and um, dream type of lessons, even in the in the way that you teach fitness and even in the way that you see people's bodies transformed and changed as they take step by step. Uh, and I think that would be a really interesting program to do down the road. Maybe talk about, maybe use your journey, but then talk about those parallels that you see within the, what you do. Because I think that would make a really have, great show. Yeah, because there have been plenty of parallels. And there's things that I definitely draw from the strength of, fit, of being a fitness person to being a Christian, too. It's it kind of, they're the same thing, just in a different light, you know. Right, right, sometimes. exactly. Okay, so what, I know time goes by really fast. We only have a few more minutes, oh, yeah. and it feels like, you know, we could talk all night. Um, oh, I know we could. So. I know. So let me do this. Um You've got a platform here. You're on a podcast. A lot of people listen to our show and stuff. What is something that you would say to somebody who is is listening right now that is on the on the verge of really going after their dreams? What is something you could share with them that you kind of have on your heart? Is there something you want to say? You know, yeah. You know what? When it feels like you're at your lowest too, and when it feels like your dreams are just impossible, I think the biggest thing is turning to God and also just trusting that he's going to see your dreams come, come to be because, you know, there's things that are so, they're not just coincidence, you know, they can't just be coincidence because coincidence doesn't happen that frequently in that order, you know, that everything lines up so perfectly. Right. You know, you gotta, you gotta trust God and you gotta trust him in the moment that you're at now. Not, not the, you know, not the hope for the future as much, but trust that right now he's going to get you to that hope or he's going to make that hope better. He's going to change your dream potentially to be something that is his dream for you. And I think you you always got to just be surrendering to God and believing that God's going to make that change. Now, and, you, you, you know, said, he's going to. Yeah, that's great. You said something to us before uh, we hit the record button. And this is one of the things that I think as this show is, I try to make it as practical as we can, you know. Um, you said something. We were talking about tea, drinking tea. And you were saying, yeah, I like to drink tea and stuff. And, and I drink my tea and have my devotions in the morning. And when you said that, I got to thinking, is that something that's a regular habit in your life? Do you, I mean, and what do you mean by that when you say you have devotions every morning? What is what is that about? Yeah, well, I wake up every morning. I I get my hot water, get my tea going. And I, I, I get, I, a lot of times do the scripture union daily, uh, daily, daily verses basically. Cause they, they give you a good verse and then you can go over that, it. Is too. that, is that an app? Uh, no, it's a website. Okay. All right. Union.org, I believe. Say it one more uh, time. It, I, I, you cut out for there for a minute. What is it? What is it called again? Oh, uh, scripture union.org. Okay, great. I believe it's.org, but it, it gives you kind of a daily, passage to go through and then kind of discusses it too i really like that because a lot of times if i just read the bible i don't really think it i just read it right and, right you know and so a lot of times i try to read my bible in the evening when i'm more awake you know so then i can actually you know yeah, i remember study it a little bit. i remember there's this big kick and you had to get up early in the morning and do that it never worked for me to do that i'm just no, not but a i like person. it in the morning i do like it if i can well, get up but i i like to do it more in the evening as well i'm just a night person i that's try all. to I try to get up at five in the morning and sometimes it doesn't happen, but I always try to get my devotions in, especially that because it, it helps me to think about it as opposed to just read it. And so I'm, I can really get into the word at the beginning of the day. And then I've got the rest of the day for just to carry onward and keep going. And 
That is then they're really refreshing cool. at, in the evening too. It's just, you know, I do, I have my devotions twice a day, sometimes in the middle of the day if I have to, just because it's like, I feel like my mind is not in control. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm panicking. And I, I'm very prone to being anxious. Right. Like it, it's just, I, it's just something I am. But being, living by faith, it, it, it really kind of fixes all that and it makes it so much easier on you. It, it and, is. And, <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't understand that, but it is definitely. You know, I recommend that to to most people, actually to everybody, that that we take a pause every day, at least one, and and learn a little bit about God, and then open up our hearts to Him. You know, communicate a little bit with Him, and then and then from that day, you're right. Then you think about it the rest of the day or the rest of that that period of time. It's fresh in your heart, and it does change your perspective on things. I, you know, people can say all sorts of stuff. They can say, "Well, that's corny," or "That's this," or this," but it really is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, it, it is for sure. Well, this has been awesome, Dan. This is just great, and uh, I'm really looking forward to now. Now that I'm all pumped <laughs> up about hearing your story, because I think it would be really fun to to um, to go back and really start where you think it would be a good place to start and then kind of share a little bit about what happened and then get us all up to date on what you're doing now and what you think that God has for you next. I think that would be a great program. So are you up for that? Oh, yeah. I'd okay. love to do that. I mean, I, you've only scratched the surface of my story. Oh, I know. I, I know. You know, there's so much There's so much has happened over the past five and even before that, five you know, years and years. Yeah. Like, I just have had an interesting young life. So. Yeah. Well, that's that's exciting, actually. <laughs> All right, so we'll plan that no, out. Maybe I'm we'll... excited to talk about it. Sure. Okay, so let's plan that for maybe. Um, let, well, springtime is coming. We're almost in spring. Maybe we can plan that sometime, maybe uh, in April or uh, or April May. That would be cool, huh? Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, good. So you'll come back. That'll be awesome. Okay. Oh, def- definitely. And you know, I'm listening every week anyway. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You're so cool. You always are so good to uh, to take a listen to what we have to say, and and you put up with our craziness and all my stupid <laughs> jokes. I lo- I love your craziness. Okay, and, so and the stupid jokes. All right, sometimes. so so settle a debate for us then. Um, should I get chickens or not? He really uh, wants I know chickens. I didn't respond the first time. Now you put me on the spot. But I I have to go with Amy. I'm sorry, Rick, but I mean I, I stand it. by her point. I stand I stood by her points originally. Yeah, uh, I know. Do your you know. thing for a little while and then and then and then you have to actually deal with them. Well, and and they're really so, cute when they're these little fuzzy things, but they get really loud and he has a recording studio. That's What's true. he thinking? That's true. <laughs> They're noisy. I, I actually have worked at a couple places that have chickens. And boy, sometimes they're just really, really loud. And they're outside and I'm inside and I'm Which still Which brings me them. to the fact that Downton Abbey is very similar to a bunch of little hens pecking around and making noise. Uh, I like Downton Abbey. <laughs> he can't stand, down, stand Downton Abbey and it's one of my favorite I, shows. I, I... I've never seen it before. I don't. Oh, I don't thank you, thank you, it. thank you. I, well, I'm a, ba- I'm a bachelor guy, so it's like, what? How am I supposed to see this stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, just wait, just it's wait. Just, that's part of life. Yeah. Someday you'll have a, a special woman in your life, and you'll tolerate watching English historical films. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
some Jane Austen and yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. Downton Abbey. We'll see. We'll see on that one. <laughs> well, we want to um, specifically thank you over the years for for not only being um, supporting us in in uh, financial ways, but also for uh, sending us the occasional uh, encouragement and just being friends with us and sticking with the program. So we just want to say thank you to to you, Dan, um, publicly and just tell you how much we appreciate you. So thank you. And if you come out, I'll make you Swedish pancakes. Oh, you're going to make him Swedish pancakes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Fitness out the window. (laughs) I can do (laughs) gluten-free ones. (laughs) I can can take you through a workout after that, too. Yeah, so there you can can work off the pancakes. There you go. That'll work. I I can't do normal ones anymore. (laughs) The wheat and I don't get along, but yeah. yeah. Very cool. With me. All right, man. Can I say really quick, too? Sure. Uh, thank you guys as well, because I mean, you guys have been such an encouragement in my life. Having having the podcast every week is so nice too, and you know, I I love you guys. You know, even though we don't talk all the time, and you know, we're a little bit distant. I need to visit, like I said, but you guys are so awesome, and I I always appreciate having you guys too. Well, that is very nice to hear. It warms our heart. Aww. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you again for being on the program, Dan, and we wish you the best. And of course, we pray for you all the time, and and. Uh, we just want to thank you again for being part of our lives. Bless you. And there you go. That was pretty fun. Yeah. It was nice talking to Dan. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Someday we're going to meet him, and that would be very mm-hmm. cool. That would be great. Okay. So if people wanted to get a hold of us, how would they do so? You can get a hold of us through our website, which is www.takingwithyou.com. Mm-hmm. You can email us at rick at takingwithyou.com or amy at takingwithyou.com. Yeah. You can also get a hold of us on our Facebook pages. It's facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash. Did I do amy.moyer or did I, I do Rick? Did. Well, anyway, there's either, <laughs> either rick.moyer rick. or, or amy.moyer. Amy. Moyer. Mm-hmm. Our middle name is Dot. Both of us. It's weird. I guess. I don't know. It was just because other people already had mm-hmm. just plain rick yeah. or plain amy mm-hmm. we have some really interesting and controversial things to talk about on the next program so stick around and come back for yeah. more okay. Mm, okay so we we love to hear from you and i will just close with saying this has been a Moira multimedia llc production copyright 2014 all rights reserved did you want to pray for people or did we already do that i can't remember i don't remember either Thank you, Lord, for everybody listening. We appreciate you, God. Amen. Amen. How's that? Okay. Okay. By the way, if you do want prayer, you can always email us and yeah. we'll pray for you. Okay, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next time. I gotta go make a chicken coop. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>